0: All right, welcome back to the Obsession Podcast. Mike Stadler here. Carl Bethke here. We got another question here that uh, one of our subscribers sent in. Uh, is dough movement important,
1: or is it the most important to you? To me? It's important, but it's not the most important thing on my property. I think it's important, very important during the rut, pre-rut time. Be able to lock down your doe movement and know what your does are doing because what are you doing you end up basically hunting doe your does right so i think that's the most important time for doe movement your doe movement early if you plan on taking does yeah for sure you know i mean what about which like, is when we take our doses early right right um, you know first weekend i plan on shooting at least one or two off the property yeah i, I don't
0: uh, I, I guess I don't want to say I don't don't watch it, but I don't monitor that closely no. until mid October. Right. Then I want to see, you know, where are they traveling?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: which you can use your your intel for that. You know, all the way up to it, your cameras, your observation. Um, it doesn't change a lot, though.
1: No, no. Those are you know those should be the most predictable thing on your property, and for me. And I am pretty sure it's the same here with you, is we have different doe groups on the property. So each group beds in a different area. Because they do not, especially coming up here shortly, end of April, beginning of May, when the fawns are starting to drop, the adult does do not tolerate each other at all. That's that's what I was gonna
0: to say too. If that's where your doe dough movement is important if you have too many of them. Right. And you don't have them segregated at all on your property that's when you're gonna have a problem and it will be important to you then <laughs> yeah percent. <100%. laughs> because they're gonna drive each other around and you know we both watched them kick which bucks out of the property oh yeah just absolutely thump them you know and, and they, them out. big bucks will not stand for it; they'll just leave
1: Nope, they don't want it, it's, so. it the big bucks are like old men <laughs> they're like they know when they got a shot and when they yeah, don't yeah. and they're probably even smarter because they're just like that's, nope That's always why we get married later usually in
0: life, (laughs) we don't figure anything out until then. That's a fact, that's a fact. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, so yeah, that's, that's when it's more important, I guess. Uh, Otherwise, we don't really monitor it a lot until, till then, because
1: then, yeah, you are hunting does to hunt your buck. Right, and we both set our property up anyway for fall food, for the does, yeah, we want a few does on the property. Right. And the bucks are going to cruise in and out of the property. But, you know, the most important time for us to have deer on our property and the way we set our stuff up with our fall food is the fall, during the killing season. Right. You know, so, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that have issues with too many does. Yeah. You know, and they don't monitor their stuff at all. And they don't shoot them. And they don't shoot them. And that's a problem yeah if you have a 100 does on your property well good for you I've got all the big bucks because... I'm buying next to you yeah <laughs> yep and <laughs> any of those does that I know you have a hundred of that come on my property I'm killing Yep. So it it's you know you got to assess your own property yeah or with your neighbors too I guess I would say you know knowing what the neighbors do for you is for here you know we had talked you are going to take out maybe one or two antlerless deer and then late the neighbor shot yeah, too. Late, late the neighbor had a couple
0: taken out. Um, the only problem is, is I know the neighbor across the street. I don't think he took many last year mm. and normally they, they take four to six. Yeah, which is great. Because then I don't have to do it. Yeah, well, you had all the winter food, so they left over there. Oh, yeah. They did. <laughs> which, which was a good and a bad thing. Right. Um, but yeah, they destroyed my food. They were here all winter. Right. So, and like right like now, there's probably not a ton of deer I'll on my property, but, but everything's gone, you know. Yeah. But yeah, the doe, doe movement's always important. Um, over important, here obviously, when you're
1: oh, yeah. hunting
0: yeah, those bucks run. late. Do you think doe movement designates buck movement?
1: 100% at the right time of year. Correct. <laughs> and I think that's what people really need to understand, is your doe movement is going to designate your buck movement. Now, understand, they're not going to continually walk right down a, a trail that the doe is constantly used. They're going to be off one way or the other, basically up nine times out of ten, down the window where the main doe trails are, the main doe bedding areas, And you should have your stand set accordingly for that. Those two, in my
0: opinion, I think are a lot more predictable to find than.
1: Hundred percent. They people. should be the most predictable I thing on your
0: property. They, they, are very repetitive. Yep. In their movements, yep. they're bedding, they're feeding, and they don't go far. Yeah, they don't. They, they bed close. Yep. They travel the same, you know, and their fawns are taught the same. Yep. You know, and that's why you always see your
1: bucks popping up everywhere. If you got a really old <clears throat> doe, that would be one to take out if you're gonna take out antlers. <throat> I either take out the oldest doe I know I can get a hold of, or a doe fawn. And the oh, only reason I shoot would shoot a doe fawn is if I have way too many mouths on the property. Right. You know, if there's too much, too many deer on the property, a mouth is a mouth when it comes to food. Yeah. It's, it's going to eat one way or the other. That's a fact. The other thing about does are a big mature doe is just a smarter, smarter than a buck. Oh yeah, that's for sure.
0: I have one that, I have one here. And she's been here for I think a hundred years. And she will blow at me if I come out of the garage in June. Mm-hmm. And she can be on the top of that ridge. And I can't see her. And she's blowing. I hate her. <laughs>
1: well you gotta and kill her. She's gonna die. She's
0: gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna die. Got and she one. just blows the bubble, I swear. There's one mission yeah she's gonna die well she hates you too no, she hates, she's telling me she hates me with she's like extreme prejudice i believe <laughs> i but, hate you yeah
1: <laughs> and i don't blame her no well
0: she but, walks uh, by at night and sees all of this yeah i always say the, the line to hate me is long
1: the, <laughs> but it starts here that's right so yeah that's a good point but i mean that's why i see deal with Dole movement uh does in general are very yep. predictable and they teach their fawns the same thing yeah They'll kick them out, you know, um, well, they're probably kicked out now. Yeah. And they'll be back. They'll be back together. You'll see, like the following year, you'll see another her fawn from the year before, dough-wise, will actually be together with uh, the adult dough the same, the following yeah. year. And if you get too much of that going on, then you're going to start to see all kinds of dough issues. Right. So you have to keep those numbers in check. They don't kick them out like they do a, doe, a nub and buck gets kicked out. And then at a year and a half, his his um, area is probably about a mile, mile and a half away where he was born. But come fall, he heads back that direction. He may not make it all the way there, but... Yeah, it depends what he finds on his way. Right. So yes. that's, that's kind of how that works. Yeah, so I mean,
0: really to sum it up, is doe movement important 100%. It is important at the right time of the year. Correct. I guess that's what we can <laughs> peep it at. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So,
1: you know, you're middle of October. That's Mid- when
0: your dough movement becomes the most
1: important. Yeah. The other part about doughs that you really need <laughs> to know is dough bedding. Correct. Correct? Correct. Right. So know whether your dough's bed, too. That'll have to yeah. kill a big buck, too. Yes. So that's about it for this week. I think it was pretty simple, don't you? Dough movement, figuring it out. Probably the only simple one we'll get. Great. Well, so, for us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Check us out at Rush Outdoors WI on YouTube. Or you can watch us uh, or listen to us on RSS feed. And then punch in The Obsession. Or you can check us out on Spotify. We appreciate all you guys' that support over the years. Keep sending those questions. We'll see you next week.